we'd like to welcome you back to part four of our dedicated teaching entitled Trump, Civil War, and the Evil Globalist Agenda. More along the same lines, uh, we're just going to keep continuing where, uh, where we left off here. This report is entitled Anti-Trump Mob for Hire. This is an ad in the Chicago Craigslist. Days before the violent protest, man who attacked Trump made a short film calling for the killings of whites and is an actor with an IMDB page dating back to 2004. This is how orchestrated this is, okay? Back in the beginning of January 2016, a very strange anti-Donald Trump ad showed up in the Austin, Texas Craigslist looking for, quote, troublemakers, it was submitted by a Chicago producer with a professional, quote, professional reputation. The ad was taken down soon after InfoWars, Investment Watch Blog, and several other websites uh, publicized the advertisement. Now, surprisingly, a new ad has recently sprung up, another anti-Trump, anti-conservative Craigslist ad that coincidentally or not showed up in the Chicago Craigslist days prior to the huge violent protests that recently took down the recent Donald Trump rally. In fact, mobs for hire are a very real phenomenon in a big business in America. Uh, and according to several we have visited uh, online today, one could purchase a flash mob for almost any occasion. Through this Forbes story, and there's a link to it, tells us they are quite, though, I'm sorry, though this Forbes story tells us they're quite pricey. One could, could one purchase a mob for mass protests that might turn violent? Well, sure, if the price is right. Absolutely. I mean, this is this is total, total insanity. Okay, we and again, when we say that these were were funded by, especially you know, overtly in Chicago and now elsewhere by George Soros, by Hillary Clinton, we, I mean, we're serious. These people are are a lot of them are literally being paid. I'm not saying everybody there is being paid, but I think the people at the top that are organizing it. Yes, they're on their payroll. And George Soros and these people have billions of dollars they can put behind this movement. Uh, let's go further here. Uh, we also see absolute proof here that there are paid positions for those who seek to become involved in these rebellions. Quite an incentive for college students and others who are unable to obtain employment in this rapidly collapsing economy. While grassroots, grassroots campaigns have not yet returned it's, that's the name of the organization, has not yet returned a phone call to A&P who is requesting more information about them or if they were involved in what recently happened in Chicago or Dayton, Ohio, we've gotten more proof that the person who was arrested for charging the stage when Trump was speaking in Dayton, it was that moron that we had played that clip on earlier that CNN was glorifying, he is a racist agitator, as seen in the screenshot above and the video directly below in a short movie which he wrote and directed here's a screenshot of the movie um and it's entitled red black and blue trailer police brutality and it's an absolute race baiting civil war inciting movie this guy made uh that you know it's just trying to to incite a gigantic race war in america tommy damaso um who wrote and directed the movie, also has an IMDb page. He is an actor. The video below is the trailer for a movie he wrote called Red, Black, and Blue, in which he plays the role of cop killer. Damaso was released on $300 bond, I guess after he charged the state. No, this is another guy. This was the, the one guy was, I think he was another totally different guy that I was talking he, he had the stage charged so many times Trump I can't keep track of everybody Damaso was released on $300 bond keep in mind Damaso wrote the movie calling for violence against whites that was the whole point of the movie is this video more proof that things could get very bad very quickly should Damaso have even released been released back on the streets obviously no let's just play 31 seconds of the trailer because I can't go any further because they start cussing the energy of hate produces more hate. And here, here, here they're showing that one cop that was in Texas. They, they went to that pool party, and he's got this black girl. And, you know, they're, they're only going to show this. They're only going to show a white cop on a black... I mean, this is even better because it's a black girl. It's, it's even, you know, whatever. And, and it's actually in a really nice neighborhood, it looks like, too. 
So that's what they're going to show. They're going to keep showing that same narrative over and over to the black population to get them to hate all white people, making them think that that, that is the standard operating procedure for white people. When the reality is there is a 40 to 1 opposite black on white crime or black on white assault ratio that is actually the norm, a 4,000% higher norm of blacks attacking whites than vice versa. Okay, but this is all you're going to see on TV because this is the only thing that fits their satanic narrative. So it's only a matter of time where you're going to keep pushing black people, keep pushing black people, and they're just going to react. And they're going to react. So it's all our fault. It's all white people's fault. It's all the white cops' fault. And, and that's all it is. The, in other words, they're basically acting like the blacks have no culpability they have no response they have no it, it's just they're being targeted now i'm not saying there has never been any uh um black uh injustices in the world okay i'm not saying that but they're not taking any responsibility at all it's all the white cops fault. it's all the white people's fault and this is the narrative they want to constantly keep pushing divide and conquer you know and and, and to make blacks hate white people by going after who they and they're showing they're showing all these blacks beating up white people okay in this video these are real clips and evidently i guess that's supposed to make you feel warm and fuzzy or something and it's it's always like four or five black guys on one white guy or on one white girl or whatever i mean it's ridiculous i mean i'm sorry but you know what i'm looking at here they're they're savages is, is what i'm seeing i mean as far as a fair fight i mean that's that's you know Forget it. I'm talking about the people I'm looking at in these videos. They are stinking savages. Okay? I'm not saying all black people are. I'm saying these ones are. Okay? And it's real obvious by their actions. If there was five or six white guys doing this to an innocent black guy, I'd say the same thing. So I'm not holding them to a higher accountability than I would even hold my own race. And all these bloods who don't like blue came together and decided the color that they really hate is white. See, that's what they want. With all these bloods that, that, you know, they came all together. In other words, the Crips and the Bloods. This is what's coming. This is what I've been warning about. This is what they are trying to foment. And they're trying to foment it right now. This is ground zero. And Trump is in the middle. And they're going to use him as an excuse because they're blaming him for everything anyway. They're going to use him as the excuse why all this happened. When all of this is by design, pre-planned, this is the time. And they've got a really gigantic motivation to do it because they do not want to see him get as our next president. So they're, they are they're more motivated now than they have than Satan is more motivated right now. His minions are more motivated right now than we have ever seen, especially in our lifetime. You probably have to go back to Noah's day to see them more motivated. But in Noah's day, the flood came and they weren't even expecting it. You know, they have an agenda and they want to implement it and they're very, very close to implementing it and they want to get the race war going and they want to get the martial law and they want to get the divide and conquer going and they want to get us all killing each other. That's the agenda, okay? So this is what is going on here. Now, let's go further. This one is entitled Black Crime Facts that the white liberal media don't dare talk about, okay? Let's go ahead and play this. Despite the revelation that half of the officers charged in the death of Freddie Gray, the incident that led to the Baltimore riots, are black, the narrative that black people are being disproportionately... I mean, that's the whole Baltimore riots, Freddie, Freddie Gray. Half of them were black. Well, that doesn't matter. <laughs> okay. Well, this is why the race war got started there in Baltimore. Uh, half of them were black. Well, that doesn't fit the narrative, so we won't, we won't talk about that. We'll just emphasize the ones that were white. So that way we can get the black races all fired up and going crazy. And, and, and evidently, that's how they justify what they're doing because they had no choice because, you know, they were being the targets of these white cops, even though half were black. And unfairly targeted by predominantly white police officers and a racist criminal justice system in the United States continues to dominate. This has led to the growth of a divisive movement, Black Lives Matter which has only served to further polarize America down racial lines, obsessing on skin color and invoking white guilt, while ignoring the true causes of and solutions to police brutality.
until the following facts become part of the conversation, we're never going to see a real reduction in the number of violent confrontations involving black people and police officers. But the mainstream media, political leaders and white people in general are afraid to even mention these facts for fear of being labelled racist. I mean, I mean, just me even broaching this as a subject. You know, when I first started broaching this as a subject, I lost a ton of listeners, a ton of my black listeners, because I'm a racist bigot, hate black hating, whatever. I'm like, but I'm citing facts. I'm just citing facts. I'm just trying. I, I, I Like I said before, I don't care where I see unrighteousness. I'm going to expose it. And I'm not going to make any apologies for doing that. Well, it didn't matter. I was an evil, whitey, racist cracker now, in their eyes. And that was it. Now, I'm not saying it happened a lot, but it did happen. And then I had a whole bunch of my black listeners email me and saying, we're with you, you're totally right, we don't think you're racist, we've listened to you long enough to know that you don't hate black people. I've had a lot of really good black friends in my life. And, 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 I, and I admit that. Okay? It's not like that I'm Mr. Whatever... Aryan fifth root race wanting the, the, the uh, you know, the Uberman, Hitlerian, Aryan whatever brotherhood guy. I'm not like that at all. Okay? This is not about black or white to me. This is about, okay, what's going on here? What, 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 what evil is afoot here? And once we identify the evil, we need to expose it. And, and that's all I'm trying to do here. This is not about demonizing the black race, though. But we are going to go over some statistics about this. But I don't hold, like, like nice um, black people and, 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 and nice Christian black people. I don't hold them accountable for, for this stuff that we're going to be talking about here. But I'm not here to win any popularity contest. I genuinely care about less black people and less police officers dying in the streets so i'm going to give it to you straight so in other words by caring about this and by educating let's say primarily in this case blacks who are uneducated about this subject if they knew the truth they wouldn't have all this animosity and hatred that seems to be increasing by the day okay and if they didn't have the animosity and hatred, well, then they wouldn't want to be as prone to go out and attack white cops or white people or whatever. Black people in the United States are more likely to be victims of violent confrontations with police officers than whites because they commit more violent crimes than whites per capita. Fact. Despite making up just 13% of the population... Blacks commit around half of homicides in the United States. DOJ statistics show that between 1980 and 2008, blacks committed 52% of homicides compared to 45% of homicides committed by whites. More up-to-date FBI statistics tell a similar story. In 2013, black criminals carried out 38% of murders compared to 31.1% for whites. Again, despite the fact that there are five times more white people in the US. Fact, from 2011 to 2013, 38.5% of people arrested for murder, manslaughter, rape, robbery, and aggravated assault were black. This figure is three times higher than the 13% black population figure. When you account for the fact that black males aged 15 to 34, who account for around 3% of the population, are responsible for the vast majority of these crimes, the figures are even more staggering. So uh, we're only dealing with, typically on average, 3% of the population are committing the vast majority of these crimes. The black demographic, male de demographic between, what, he said 15 and whatever, 40. Only 3% of the population. It's, it's unbelievably, in other words, disproportionately committed by this one demographic. Okay, this is what he's documenting. Fact. Despite the fact that black people commit an equal or greater number of violent crimes than whites, whites are almost twice as likely to be killed by 
police officers. According to data from the Centers for Disease Control, whites are more than twice as likely to be killed by police officers. Yet that's the whole basis for the Baltimore riots, for the whole thing that went on in Ferguson, Missouri. They're believing a total lie, the black races, about this whatever. When you commit this disproportionate amount of crimes in this one demographic, black males, 15 to whatever, 40, you commit the, you're going to be targeted by cops because you're the ones committing the vast majority of the crimes for your demographic. But no, I guess they turn around and they, they say, oh, no, no, this is all racist and, and this and that, we're being targeted. Well, don't commit the crimes. And then you won't be targeted, is I think the point they're trying to make here. Between 1999 and 2011, 2,151 whites died as a result of being shot by police compared to 1,130 blacks. Critics argue that- So about double the amount of whites get killed by cops on, on, on a, than blacks do in America. Yet the only ones that you hear about are the blacks being killed, particularly by white cops. Because why? Because that fits the, the um, satanic, George Soros-sponsored, Illuminati-sponsored, Clinton-sponsored, Divide and conquer Obama sponsored narrative. And, and and this is the main crux behind which they're gonna, you know, foment the race wars, or at least one of them. Black people are overrepresented in these figures because they only represent 13% of the population. But they're underrepresented if you factor in violent crime offenders. In other words, you would expect the number of blacks and whites to be killed by police to be roughly equal given that they commit a roughly equal number of violent crimes. But that's not the case. Whites are nearly 100% more likely to be victims. And what about black on white violence in general? Well, it's a If anything, the, the whites could be saying what the blacks are saying. We're being unjustly killed at a high, at a, at a, uh, two times the rate that blacks are being killed by the cops. You know, so but they're not. The fact that despite being outnumbered by whites five to one, blacks commit eight times more crimes against whites than vice versa, according to FBI. Now that's eight times more crimes, but then we go into assaults, and we're going to get into that next, or I mean later. Statistics from 2007: a black male is 40 times as likely to assault a white person as the reverse 40 times now the i always talked about before is 39 39 times i guess now it's up to 40 so that's getting worse too 40 times more likely a black particularly well i would have to probably say it's man to assault a white person than vice versa okay but i've seen a lot of black women too videos online of them singling out some white girl and just the white girl's just sitting there doing nothing minding her own business trying not to get a fight and they just start beating beating on us this one girl had a baby in her arms and they didn't care and i'm like oh my word i mean listen i have a 50 page document about the media silence in black on white crime that I can say, and nobody's ever been able to even remotely refute it. It's all facts. It's all videos of these things happening. It's statistical facts. It is a gigantic, gigantic problem in America that the lamestream media chooses to totally ignore. And, and the thing that's so crazy is that this problem is so disproportionate of black on white crime, assaults, and all this stuff, and yet the blacks are still the ones, and I'm not talking about the ones that are in the know or nice black people are the ones I've been representing. I'm talking about the ones that are, I guess you'd refer to as low information or the ones that just don't care maybe. They're the ones still screaming that it's not enough. And I'm like, what do you want? I mean, I, I guess you want us to just kill ourselves. Oh, hold on. We're going to talk about that real soon, about whites killing themselves because this is where it's literally going. This is literally the narrative that is being propagated i'm sure i'm certain to a certain extent in the public school system but but totally in the colleges 
on certain colleges. We're going to talk about it. You're not going to believe this. These figures also show that interracial rape is almost exclusively black on white. Quote, even allowing for the existence of discrimination in the criminal justice system, the higher rates of... I mean, interracial rape, almost exclusively black on white. Where are all the white people protesting that? Where are all the white people up in arms and in rape? And I know there are some, but I mean, that by itself, that's a very serious thing. That's a very serious, I mean, if that was happen opposite, where white guys were going in and raping black women and it was almost exclusively black, do you think the black races would be sitting down and doing nothing? I mean, you talk about they're riding now basically against the whites for almost no reason. I mean, I've just given you a whole bunch of reasons here why they shouldn't be rioting. The, 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 actually, the garbage they're believing is the exact opposite. A 40 to 1 ratio of, of, of assault of black on whites? Why aren't the whites races rioting and going crazy? Why aren't they? They're not, okay? And I'm not saying they should be, but the blacks sure don't have any reason to, to be doing what they're doing and saying what they're saying when you have statistics like this that I'm citing today. Okay, so let's, let's go back to the video. Crime among black Americans cannot be denied, wrote James Q. Wilson and Richard Hernstein in their widely cited 1985 study, Crime and Human Nature. Every study of crime using official data shows blacks to be overrepresented amongst persons arrested, convicted, and imprisoned for street crimes. It's clear that the greater propensity for black people to commit violent crimes is a driving factor as to why blacks are becoming involved in more violent confrontations with police than their 13% population figures suggest they should be. If the 911 calls are coming from black areas and are related to black people committing violent crimes, then of course black people are more likely to be engaged in violent confrontations with cops. Does that justify police brutality in cases such as Freddie Gray, Walter Scott or Eric Garner? Well, no, but it does demolish the Black Lives Matter narrative that the general trend of black people being victims of violent encounters with police is solely down to the fact that cops are racist towards black people. Racism is a factor, but the statistics clearly show that by no means is it the only factor, and some would argue not even the dominant factor. I mean, if that's the case, then you could say that the cops were racist against the whites because they're killed at twice the rate of the blacks. Yeah. But the only thing you hear about is white cops shooting black men and that it's this unbelievable epidemic problem. The epidemic problems are the statistics that I've been citing. That's the epidemic problems. A 40 to 1 ratio of assault? On white people? I mean, that is beyond epidemic. But you hear about it in the... No, you don't hear anything about it. Not politically correct. Nothing to see here. Shut up and just, just you know, don't say anything. I'm not going to do that. These statistics undermined by the fact that black people are unfairly targeted and framed for crimes by police officers in the first place. Don't higher arrest and conviction rates of blacks merely prove that police are racist. Well, this argument is debunked by looking at the proportion of offenders identified not by police, but by victims as black. The National Crime Victimization Survey shows that the number of blacks arrested generally correlates with the number of offenders identified as black by victims. Studies suggest that the reason behind blacks being more likely to commit violent crimes are the dual issues of poverty, which exacerbates family breakdown, and a subculture amongst the black community that is tolerant of and glamorizes crime and violence. In the aftermath of the Ferguson and Baltimore riots, we saw the white metropolitan liberal media further legitimize this violence by openly justifying 
and even endorsing violent unrest that targeted mainly black-owned businesses. This is true racism. By encouraging blacks to loot and riot, the white liberal media is helping to keep black communities in a cycle of destructive behaviour that will lead to more police brutality targeted against black people. Police brutality is a huge problem within the United States and anyone that denies that fact is part of the problem. But until we acknowledge and address the equally important issue of violent criminality within the black community and until that becomes part of the national conversation, the issue is never going to be resolved. And by failing to make these facts part of the conversation, black political leaders, protest organisers and the white liberal media is complicit in perpetuating the chain reaction of violence that makes more police brutality against black people an inevitable outcome. And now, I, I really believe also with the Trump movement, um, because there are so few black people, at least at the rallies, there, it just puts a face then that the liberal, prostitute, lamestream media can say, hey, look, there's all these white people that have been this white privilege and have been this thorn in your side and have got all this stuff and have taken advantage of you. Look at them there. That's the face. It's, it's the Trump and his support. See, this is the perfect divide and conquer tactic to use. It doesn't have to be that way. It shouldn't be that way. Because it, it, Trump's not running on a platform of causing racial division, despite what they may say. He's not running on that platform. He would welcome blacks, Latinos, whites, Asians. Listen, it's it's the platform. It's But the platform is not based on, just because he wants closed borders, you know what? There's a lot of Latinos in this country, and I've heard them interviewed that are Trump supporters, that are begging for closed borders because they know what's going on. They know, and, and these are people that are here legally, and they know what's coming across the border. So they, of all people, what are you going to do? Call them racist? And big, no, well, anyway, so let's go further. Um, now, here, if you want to know more about this, and, and I, I'm not going to play this, I can't. It's, it's, this is a black man doing this interview, and it, it's entitled, White People Are Not the Problem, Black People Are. And this is a guy from the streets. He says he basically lives in the hood, but he's he is an intelligent person. He, you know, his language is pretty rough, but he's basically saying, you know, to to the, to the black race. He is he is black. He is talking to the black race. I shouldn't speak on his behalf, but I'm saying if you want to know more about this subject, <laughs> hear what he's saying. Then there's another one, another black man. And um, it's, this, is, this video is entitled, It's Time to Stop Blaming White Folks for the Problems We're Having in Black America. And that's about a 10-minute video there. So you got that. Okay, there's a lot of blacks out there that are honest enough to admit what is going on and what we're talking about here today. And, and I applaud them and I love their honesty. And I love the fact that they would actually come out and, and, and basically try to get this information out. Now here's here's another little video that's that's pretty interesting because then you always hear the slavery card and all this stuff. Now I had documented before and played that video where Islam were the main ones that started the slave trade in Africa, and that is a proven fact. And they are the ones that by far, by far, were responsible for black slaves and the the deaths by the millions of black slaves. Prior to, to, to um, America even thinking about getting black slaves with regard to the whole thing about slaves and the whole Civil War issue and all that, okay, um, we got into that. In fact, if you can, Islam or Muslim slave, you probably find it. It's, it's just, I've done, I did the study in the last probably six months. And it's a whole video that documents it. And, and, and it just goes through a timeline, a chronology of that, to clearly show that Islam were the main drivers and perpetuators of the slave trade in Africa. And you talk about ones that treated their slaves bad. I'm talking about the, the, you, 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 you think that they treated the, the 
uh, slaves that came over here on the ships. Now, I understand a ton of them died, and I get that, but I'm talking about what Islam did to them. Oh, man, off the scale. Now, here's another, though, little video um, put out by a, uh, a black man talking to other black people, and it's entitled Africans Helped. Well, I put Africans Helped to Start the Slavery, How It Really Happened. And um, the actual name of the video is Africans Started Slavery. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say Africans started slavery because I really believe from the chronology I've seen Islam started slavery and the Africans learned primarily from probably Islam and then started selling their own race into the slave trade. We can only begin to imagine the sheer horror of the slave trade. But what if we could place an actual ancestor within that story? We were able to do just that for one of Tom. Now, bear with it for about the first minute, minute, uh, minute, 15 seconds. He's going to be talking to another black man that is that he's talking about his chronology, his his his, his genealogy, I should say, and in going back. But then what he says at the end is the significant part about the African slave trade. Joyner's ancestors, his third great-grandfather, Tony Dumas. Can you read where it lists Tony Dumas' birthplace? In the far right, place of birth, Africa. Africa. Your great-great-great-grandfather, Tony Dumas, was born in Africa around 1790. We tracked down a direct male descendant of Tony's a distant cousin of yours, and we asked him to take a DNA test mm -hmm. to see where Tony was born. So if we found a match, that's where the brother came from. Would you mind turning the page of the scrapbook? This could mean your great-great-great-grandfather was a member of the Balanta people from the country of Guinea-Bissau. On the coast. On the coast. On the coast of Africa. And it's an exact match. Mm -hmm. Yeah. How do you think he was captured? Probably through a war. You know, there were African middlemen, and they would fight wars with other Africans to enslave them to sell to the white man. Slavery was a huge business for different African kingdoms. You know, the so the African kingdoms, slavery was a huge business. Story that we got when we were kids that your ancestor was out on one Sunday with his girlfriend and some white man jumps out of the bush and throws a net over. It's not how it happened. Slavery was big. This is a black man saying this. This is a black historian that studies genealogy, that has studied this in depth, saying this. Business. Africans sold other Africans to the Europeans. Africans sold other Africans to Europeans. The Europeans probably would have not even shown up had not that market been available. So after he was snatched from Africa, came over on a slave ship, on that long boat ride mm. from hell. Yes. Which was horrific and terrible. I admit that. I'd be the first to admit it. Discoveries like this make me even more eager to learn about my own African past. So anyway, that was just a clip from PBS. But I mean, you know, there's some honesty there. I'm surprised they'd even allow that on TV. You know, because it doesn't fit the narrative. It, it doesn't perpetuate the hate of black on white hate. You know, or vice versa. It doesn't, it doesn't fit, fit the narrative. So I, I'm surprised they even put it out there. Now, then we have this pitiful thing. That made me cry. Black Trump supporters shot and killed by Chicago protesters. Uh, Christian Times newspapers learned that an African-American supporter of Republican presidential candidate Donald Trump has died after allegedly sustaining gunshot wounds in the aftermath of Friday night's chaos in Chicago. This is the same chaos that was orchestrated by George Soros, Hillary Clinton, and these devils that have all this money behind this. Robert King Bullock, aged 37, was resident of Chicago's Evanston suburb. Um, here's a picture of him. He's got, I believe in Trump. He's got a Trump shirt. He, he just, he looks like a really nice guy. Okay. Um, according to Bullock's friend who was also attending the Trump rally, Robert was an avid chef. He was recently obtained his master's in business administration. 
and plan to open a local restaurant. Man, this is so sad. This, this, the source spoke to CTN on the condition of anonymity and asked to be referred to as Terry. He called for Bullock's death to serve as a reminder to anti-Trump groups in the mainstream media. They're not going to get the memo, though, unfortunately. Uh, Terry said Rob was a black man, but he supported Trump because he got tired of Democrats saying his race was the thing holding him back. They play the race card, they play the divide and conquer card, and then it just perpetuates more real hate. Okay? Bullock's friend told CTN, Rob lost his job because of Obamacare. He lost his brother to black-on-black gang violence. Now he lost his life because he believed in a white man, Trump. His race didn't have a DAMN thing to do with what held him back. I mean, he he got his master's in business administration. He planned to open a local restaurant. I'm trying, I'm literally, I'm trying not to cry. I, 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 this upsets me. Um, but I'm a racist. I'm, 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 I'm a bigoted racist and, 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 you know, whatever. (sighs) Bullock and Terry were separated in the chaos that followed the protesters interruption of the planned Trump rally, which led to widespread violent scuffles and the event's cancellation. It is believed that Bullock at some point after leaving the event center and became separated from Terry and that he was confronted by protesters beaten, beaten by other blacks, okay, and then allegedly shot two times in the abdomen and left shoulder by a small to medium-sized handgun and left there to die. Man, I, I can't stand this garbage. Okay, um, next report. Family of slain burglar complains. How? Sorry. Um, Family of slain burglar complains, how else is he going to get money? The sister and cousin of a black teen shot and killed by a Miami homeowner protecting her property are complaining that people need to see the break-in from the teen's point of view. And they say, how is he going to get his money? Guy broke in. Black guy, I guess, broke into a house in a high crime area and got shot. And his his sister or family was out there. And this is what they were actually saying. How is he going to get his money? They, they were basically justifying the break-in. Oh. I guarantee you that guy that got shot there in Chicago, Robert King Bullock, who I'd be friends with in a heartbeat, um, I guarantee you he wouldn't have been in agreement with that. Guaranteed. Next report. Activist racist say white people should kill themselves to atone for white privilege. I am not making this up. This is real. This is how bad it's getting. This is how bad it's getting. And again, when I, when I read that Albert Pike quote about unleashing the nihilist and the atheist, and I'm not saying that as a derogatory thing against like all blacks, sort of, but I think a lot of those blacks that they are inciting, I, I, I don't think they've got any God, godly bone in them. I mean, come on. <laughs> come on. I mean, look at who they're aligning themselves with. And that's just, it's just not them. It's literally the anarchists. It's literally the nihilists. It's literally the lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender crowd. They're all yoking up and they're all getting in lockstep and they're all getting in unison and they're all coalescing. And and man, it's, oh. And a lot of it is spawned from this, what they're being brainwashed by in the common core devil brainwashing public school system and then college this this is this is probably this this story here of all the unbelievable things i'm reporting on today this is probably the most incomprehensible thing i'm going to read you today and that's saying a lot because we've already covered quite a bit right this debate about whether white people should be exterminated 
was held at Harvard University. The pro-genocide activists Demir Davis and Miguel Feliciano are from the University of West Georgia. Pro-genocide activists. This was a Harvard debate that was being held. The topic of the debate was supposed to be renewable energy, not race. <laughs> it was supposed to be renewable energy. But they turned it into this because evidently they felt they had license to do so. The white team chose to advocate wind turbines. And, but instead of addressing that issue, the black debaters began arguing that all whites should kill themselves and that their white opponents should die. Yeah. That's what they said. They should just die. This was not a position that was assigned to them in class. They claim that their pro-genocide movement was real political activism. Can you imagine if it was the other way around and all of a sudden they had a Harvard debate and there were two white guys talking to a whole bunch of black guys and saying, you know what, you black guys, you all need to just kill yourself. And the black guys are like, well, yeah, I mean, because they weren't even being, the white guys weren't even being confrontational. They weren't even like, like everything's so politically correct now in this upside down messed up world we live in they weren't even like it wasn't even like they were taking that great of offense it's almost like the whole thing with white privilege and all this garbage has been so ingrained into these people's heads they just you they just have learned to take it they have just learned to not even become morally outraged by the fact that if the opposite was proposed to their race they would be rioting most likely but it's okay to say to a white person it's fine because there's this unbelievable double standard we're out we're obviously dealing with can you imagine if a white team began openly advocating for black genocide would that be acceptable they would have been kicked out of school and their lives would have been ruined and it would have been across every single lamestream prostitute media outlet that you could imagine because that fits the narrative that's what they're trying to incite. Yet black students at every major university in, in the country, including Harvard, Yale, and John Hopkins, have joined the Black Liberation Collective. This is another one that are uh, yoking up with them, which endorses the murder of whites. Here's a screenshot to their page endorsing the murder of whites. This is literally how blacks are being indoctrinated, and whites too. Whites are just being taught, you know what, line up. Let us kill you because you deserve to die. You're going to hear the video soon. Amazingly, the University of West Georgia, Georgia brags about these two devils, debaters on their website. One of them looks like Milano. Maybe he's the one that's the Feliciano one. He looks probably maybe like half Latino, half black. The other guy looks black. And they're literally showing a picture of them on their on their website and the duo the duo's passionate advocacy of white extermination has made them number two debate team in the country these aren't just this, this isn't subject they were at harvard doing this debate the number two debate team in the country in their in their league there's a link proving it give you that and then i i copied and pasted this off the off their website it says um, University of West Georgia debaters ranked among the nation's best. That's no debate. And it shows these two devils holding this big cup that they won with their, obviously their, their handler, who's a white guy who obviously has no problem with their, with their theology, holding true to the national trend. The UW, the UWG debate team finished in second place at the cross examination debate association nationals. The team of Demir Davis and McGill, Feliciano, both sophomores from New York City, topped off its season with a more than stellar performance in two national tournaments. They're praising these devils. White genocide is even being taught to high school students. One of the anti-white debaters, Miguel Feliciano, works as an instructor at Copland State University 
University's Eddie Conway Liberation Institute, run by Professor Shanera Reed Brinkley of the University of Pittsburgh. Young black students are indoctrinated into the same anti-white ideology displayed in this debate. Now, on the video, under the, under the description section, it says the unedited video of the debate at Harvard was previously available at the following links on Vimo. He posts them. But once my message went viral, the anti-white activist deleted these public videos of the debate in order to conceal the truth. He says, I will try to obtain copies and repost them elsewhere. This just shows you how dishonest these people are. When you point out their hypocrisy, they delete the evidence. Now, here's another thing they put up. Student debate highlights shocking anti-white racism at Harvard University. Here are the response to the skeptics that think this isn't real. Number one, the university president of Harvard just admitted that the video is authentic that we're going to be listening to. Okay, here's his Twitter post. You can click the link. Two, proof this was not an argument in the debate. These are real racists. These, this, isn't, this wasn't set up. This is real. Okay, here's proof of that. There's a link to that. Three, these ad advocates or these activists advocate murdering police, quote, pigs. So not only are they advocating murdering all white people and that we should just kill ourselves if you're white, but also murdering police, quote, pigs. Four, we know that they are Black Lives Matter activists from their social media profiles. Oh, of course. Well, isn't this the main spearhead, spear tip going against Trump? Yeah, you better believe it. Um... Breaking news, we just caught Harvard trying to hide the proof of the video and advocating death to Trump supporters. Proof of the conspiracy. Here's a whole screenshot of, the, um, of this exchange. Um, here's a picture of the, of, the, of the debate we'll be hearing here real quick. Uh, entitled, Activists, White People Should Kill Themselves to Atone for White Privilege. And then this guy named, this is the screenshot of this exchange taking place. Rashid Evans um said what would you respond to there is no response to these things were said in the debate and this was in response to a person saying anyway i'm just gonna read from there the guy a guy named rasheed evans says what would you respond to there's no response these things were said in the debate then he says unless you want arguments for why white people why white people should off themselves meaning kill themselves Okay. Then he says that quickly degenerated into a vote for Trump because he's Hitler. Like, how do you respond to that? Then he says, you sure don't want to go, are you sure you don't want to go off yourselves? And then he says, I will help you with that. Meaning Trump supporters. He'll help you kill yourself as a white person and as a Trump supporter. And nobody's saying anything about this. Then one of the um, uh, people moderating this in this case brian manuel says if any of the people in this video want to have it taken down they might be able to contact dollars share in other words he's telling them how to get the video taken down he's not saying that the content of the video where they're telling white people to go kill themselves is reprehensible he's saying hey if you if you want this taken down um you you should contact dallas or sherry and then he says, I know when previous instances of live taping, posting on sites, or streaming has come up while competing at Harvard, people have been told it's restricted by university policy without explicit permission from the university. Therefore, that might be an option. So he's trying to get them to be able to get out of this and cover their own hind ends and, 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 and you know, tone this down and, 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 and get rid of this. Then another guy comes up who's also a moderator evidently he says if anyone wants a video on my channel to disappear from the internet contact me at risingeng at gmail number one the guy above who offers to kill trump voters is called rashid evans the national he is the national champion debater from the same school as the racist activist in the video so he must be from new york too he is the national champion debater from the same school as the racist activist in the video. He's the one who offers to kill Trump voters. He'd help them do it. 
Yeah. Good people here. Really good people. Then, number two, people trying to make the video disappear from the internet are the debate coaches at Harvard and Stanford University, who are Brian Manuel, Sherry Hall, and Dallas Perkins. All of this is is been there's no way out. This is all but will will any of this make the news? No. Do you realize if the opposite were true, this would be world news probably. Look at the hatred and the racist of the white. But it's fine. You can say whatever you want to about about white people because you know they all need to die anyway. You know, I, I just can't figure out how I'm gonna kill myself. I don't know whether I should poison myself, kill myself, hang myself, blow my brain. I, I don't I don't really know. I'm I'm kind of debating. Oh, no pun intended, this was a Harvard debate. I'm kind of debating on how to do that. So, you know, um, then it says, number three, don't let them hide the truth, like, and share this video. No, let, 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 let's listen to the video now. Let's listen to it. I've, I've already said enough. Why do white people have a right to affirm their life? Uh, because all Why do white people have a right to affirm their life? That's one of these, these devil debaters from this Georgia college, and this is at Harvard. And then the guy... Remember, this is supposed to be a debate about renewable energy. So I'm sure he's catching these white guys flat-footed. They're probably beyond, you know, politically correct anyway. And and you, so let me just start it over. And you'll the first voice you're going to hear is one of these racist devil debaters that are second in the nation in debating who want white extermination and 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 for us to kill ourselves if we're white why do white people have a right to affirm their life uh because all whites have value he says because all whites have value why do we have a right to affirm our life and again it's not even what the debate is supposed to be about really how how so why does white life have value why does white life have value do you realize how stinking demon possessed you would have to be to utter those words i mean what okay conversely then what 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 would he say if the white guy said why does black life have value well maybe because we're created in god's image and god values life for who our argument is that white life is wrong our argument is is that white life is wrong. Okay, now here there's a kid. He looks Milano, and he's got his his other guy next to him, who's black, who's the other debater. But you're going to hear primarily from him. And, and I mean, I have never ever in my life heard anything like this. This is total insanity. Our argument is our argument is that we should never affirm white life that our argument is that we should never affirm white life in other words white life is bad it's worthless and we all need to die if we're white your argument just affirming all life in general is not good especially not good for black people when white life itself is based on white life you're probably white i am white why shouldn't we affirm my life i don't say why i have to care about your life anyway he says i don't see why i have to care about your life these guys win a, de a debate about anything this is so asinine the premise of of this whole argument it's like how did they get to be number two debaters in the nation i mean they look like they couldn't debate their way out of a paper bag i mean this is if, if this is the logic they're using i mean you have got to be so demon possessed and in 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 literally warped in the mind i don't understand how they could they could even win any debates he starts going like this and i'm like what what is he doing what what is up with this guy he is so full of demons and devils he can't even keep it together he can't even r remotely even try to i mean hey, let, let, let me just play that again there's no ethical reason as to why white people deserve uh, to live for a black life means that means that white death has to occur that's why uh, okay so so uh, in other words black he says white death white death has to occur in other words for blacks to go on evidently white death has to occur whites need to die this is how i mean totally warped in the head this kid is you should lose this thing why your life ain't worth affirming your life ain't worth affirming we all need to die as white people. And and these guys are number two in the country in their whatever for debating.
I, I, I've never seen a more asinine debate in my life. I've never seen more demon infestation manifest in a debate in my life. And yet they're being rewarded and they're glorying in their shame. They're getting awards. They're being praised by their own disgusting, sick college that should be shut down tomorrow if they're teaching this kind of garbage. So he, the, the white kid says, so should such and such kill himself? He's white. He says, I don't see why not. The, the black guy, the Milano guy says. Uh, why, why should we do that? How does that help? It's us? ethical. How it's ethical. He says, why should we do it? He says it's ethical for, for white people to kill themselves. We're all, we all have some form or another privilege. Why does that mean we kill ourselves? White privilege. Guys, we should just kill ourselves because of white privilege alone, right? It, it, you know. We, I mean, it's really a privilege when we get attacked and assaulted at a 40 times ratio than vice versa. Because why? Because of white privilege. Because we're so privileged to have that 40 to 1 ratio put upon us. And we're supposed to say nothing as a race. We have white privilege. What, why does having white privilege necessarily mean I should kill myself? Why shouldn't I, like, struggle against the structures? Sure, struggle against the structure means putting yourself on the line, putting your body on the line. Do it. Do, 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 do you realize the asinineness of this? Struggling against the structure means putting your body on the line. Do it. Kill yourself is what he's telling the white kid to do. Like, that would make the world such a better place. I mean... If all these kids here, if all the white kids, I'm, I'm convinced by looking at their reactions, if they were all just simultaneously just slit their own throats, they'd walk out and be happy. They, they, would, they would think justice has been served, and that's just the start, baby. It's a good start. I'm convinced that these devils would glory and bask in that. Affirm your suicide. That's cool. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's, it's one little form. It's one little step in the right direction. It's one little step in the right direction. White people killing themselves. That, it's one little step in the right direction. And, and here I'm going to get a morality lesson from this demon-infested, Satan-incarnate devil. So that was it. That, that, that was the end of that. I, 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 I am... But I'm, yeah, I'm not supposed to say anything about that. Now I'm going to play this next video, which is entitled MTV... Actually, MTV says black people can't be racist. MTV News says it's impossible for blacks and people of color to be racist. And that only white people can be racist. This is where they're getting their education, evidently. We're going to talk about racism. According to MTV's Francesca Ramsey, it's impossible for black... The female voice is the lady from... A black lady from MTV, and we're going to talk about racism. We're going to get this morality lesson about racism. And then it's Paul Joseph Wash, Watson giving commentary. ...people to be racist. Ramsey claims that the dictionary definition of racism, the hatred or intolerance of another race isn't the true meaning of racism. Because it's just the dictionary. Really? Isn't that convenient? So it's okay for social justice warriors to claim just look at the dictionary definition when it comes to feminism. All you morons who are too f***ing stupid to look up the definition of feminism with no mention of the fact that... Sorry, but they did beep that out. Radical feminism in practice has virtually nothing to do with the dictionary definition of feminism, but suddenly different rules apply when you're talking about racism. Ramsey says black people can't be racist towards white people, only prejudice. Reverse racism is not a thing. First off, that has no legal basis whatsoever. According to the 1968 Civil Rights Act and the 1994 Violent Crime Control and Law Enforcement Act, a racially motivated hate crime carries the same punishment no matter the race of the perpetrator or the victim. Secondly, she claims it's only racism if it's backed by a major institution. But when a person of color discriminates or stereotypes a white person because of their race, in the United States, they don't have the institutional power to back them up and say that those feelings are okay. Oh, you mean like affirmative action? Major institutions of learning giving African Americans college places based on their skin color and not their academic achievement in favor of whites. Is that racist? Goldsmiths University. A major institution. Refusing to fire student diversity officer Bahama Staffer after she banned white people from attending a college event. 
is that racist? Black on white crime. The major institution of media routinely ignoring or downplaying the fact that black people are 27 times more likely to attack white people than vice versa. And now we know it's actually 40, okay? This is a little bit older video. It's 40, and that's, that's what their government's admitting to. It may be far worse. While collectively blaming all white people when one nutcase goes on a rampage. Is that racist? Only white people can be racist. Really? Black people are racist, or the most racist people than any other race on this planet. Was it That's a black guy saying that. Not racist when Bryce Williams shot dead Alison Parker live on air in order to create what he called a race war. Was it not racist when a gang of black radicals called for lynching whites and killing cops just days before Deputy Darren Goforth was gunned down in cold blood? Was it not racist when the major institution of media refused to identify the suspect as black? Was it not racist when a black couple beat this white woman while yelling... Okay, I can't play that part, but it, basically they were a big black guy and a black lady in front of a convenience store where it was all gone on film were beating this... Um, this white girl and um uh he said not this hood b-i-t-c-h and they i mean they're kicking her and they're punching her in the face and kicking her in the face both of them i mean this i mean <laughs> we're talking a i mean she could have died easily easily died but that's fine i mean that that's that's fine to do that and, and as, as long as it's black on white crime everything's good with that so let's go back to this which is mtv to endlessly make TV shows and YouTube videos lecturing white people about how racist they are. Seriously, this channel is called MTV News. Music Television News. Yet over half of the previous 24 videos have been about racism. Plus it's completely inaccurate. So MTV at this point is just totally 100% unequivocally devoted to perpetuating um, the black racial division perpetuating white shame white guilt um all of these uh, of these false statistics all these false narratives um there black people can't be racist uh, all of this stuff this is what they're totally 100 percent committed to doing causing this this these racial divisions and and ultimately fomenting the civil war that's almost and uh, i'm not going to say it's in full swing but it's the way that they're trying to work it, yeah, that's what they're trying to bring about. ...to claim that only major institutions wield power in today's society. Twitter outrage mobs wield huge power. We see them getting people fired and destroying people's lives all the time. And almost every time that happens, it's white people being publicly shamed for saying something politically incorrect. Good people can unintentionally say and do racist things. But not if you're killing white people to try and start a race war. No, that's not racist at all, is it? Or just wind up supporting racist institutions and practices without even realizing it. Oh, you mean like Black Lives Matter, right? Supporters of which routinely call for murdering white people. So you agree with Malcolm X that white people should be killed? Is that why you're here? You damn right I do! So yeah, you do need to die. Colorblindness... Okay, that was a black lady. Sorry, she cussed a little bit there. But yeah, you do need to die. Yeah, we. I mean, this is literally how they're being indoctrinated. The low information, black people, this is literally their mindset to a certain extent. A certain sect of them, I don't think it can be denied anymore. And then you start seeing what's going on and the things that I'm documenting, I mean, it's it's starting to get really, really undeniable. It's, it, it's a gigantic problem. It's all being done by design and fomented by people like George Soros and the Clintons and um, these other organizations that are behind this. It's not going to fix racism. It's a good idea in theory, but ignoring race is not going to solve racism. Race isn't the problem. Treating people differently based on race is the problem. So treating people differently based on race is part of the problem. But being colorblind and treating everyone equally, regardless of race, is still race. I had to cut that out. Color facing harsher prison sentences for petty crimes in comparison to white criminals. Except the study that she's talking about found that racial disparity in sentences wasn't a result of federal judges being racist. As Larry Elder documents, 
Differences in conviction and sentencing rates by race are due to differences in the gravity of the criminal offences, prior records, and other legal variables. Look, I'm not saying that black people don't face racial discrimination from institutions and society. They clearly do. But then to claim that it's impossible for people of colour to be racist, based on a new rule that you've conveniently created, which is contradicted by a plethora of examples, is patently stupid. This video again illustrates how social justice warriors don't believe in equality. Treating a black person the same way you treat a white person is not good enough. You're still racist. And even if you're not intentionally being racist, and you're not aware of the fact that social justice warriors think that merely being born white is racist, and that you just want to see all humans as one race, you're still racist. Prejudice and racism aren't the same thing. So yeah, you do need to die. Check me out on Twitter, <laughs> at prison. So anyway, I'm totally out of time on this part, and we will go to part five next.